You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Can We Talk? It's your boy Eric, and I'm here with the usual suspect, Shane and Anthony. What's going on? What's happening? I just feel like it's been a crazy just couple of weeks since we talked. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot of stuff has been going on. And it's just like, it's it's so overwhelming. I'm looking, one day it's, 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 you know, the beef with Drake and all of them. Another day it's, it's Roseanne Barr. It's a lot of stuff happening. And so we're going to recap a little bit of this and then get into our, our main topic. So before we start, how was your week? How did it go? It was all right. Not bad. Um... That's it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have much to add. It I'm was tired. just okay. Like, I'm, I'm really. Sleep. I'm tired. Like, yeah. You know, like you know, my mom, my daughter has uh, recently joined the swim team. They have practice three days a week, two okay. hours. Oh, so you busy? You, you want to go? <laughs> and then she also has dance, and it's recital season. But it's good to keep her busy, though. But you what know? about? I need a nap. <laughs> you can sleep on. On the weekends, I guess. I don't know. Oh no, she's she's you, traveling. I mean, you you and the dad can you know alter day uh, days and stuff like that. I don't know. That's another episode. <laughs> That's <laughs> so a whole another episode. Event. I mean, you know, it's 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 been a good week. It's kind of cold today though. I was yeah. walking outside. I'm like, is it fall? Like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah it's cold. It's, yeah, it's raining really hard earlier today. Yeah, but um, let's get into this this current events because we we got to talk about a lot of stuff. Yeah. First off, the Roseanne Bar situation. For those who don't know, Roseanne, um, in a tweet, pretty much called former Obama aide uh, Valerie, Valerie Jarrett. She said something about she's a mix between the Muslim, the Muslim Brotherhood, Brotherhood and Planet Apes. Yeah. And within hours, within hours, ABC put out a tweet saying we're canceling Roseanne, which is good. I'm I'm, I'm happy that that ABC did that. What do y'all think? I. I mean, I ain't never seen a career ruin like that within that hours. That was quick. I never seen that my, before. My thing is, they knew who she was, right? When they first brought the re- reboot back, mm-hmm. and there, there's a market for this show. It's the mo- It was, it was had higher ratings than the Big Bang Theory. Hey. So, I like. I don't think the show should have been brought back in the first place, given right. that she has older tweets where she has, That's true. you know, said outwardly racist things. Yeah, I mean, it's not like like you said. This is, has been occurring for for years, I'm sure decades. And she, they should have known what they were getting into with, as ABC. Um, I mean, you got to vet her her background. You would think. And you know, uh, going into our our main topic today, uh, as far as um going into our main topic today, as far as double standards, you know, there's a thing with Samantha B, right. who called Ivanka Trump a, a feckless, you know, C U N T. Yeah. And well, like, and everybody's like, well, are you gonna fire her? Like, and this is TBS. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is kind of a double standard that she didn't at least get suspended or something. But I don't you know? know, though. I mean, I feel like in that situation, it was clearly calling a black woman an ape and calling a woman a C-U-N-T. I mean, it's both disrespectful. <laughs> it's disrespectful. But I think that when you look at the overall, like what Roseanne did was clearly racist. What Samantha B did was just bad comedy. Clearly disrespectful. And... and they're both disrespectful, what, yes. What, what was respectful? I mean, but first off, the word, C-U-N-T word. I mean, come on. I know it's bad, but the, the president has said worse. This ain't about the president. This, still, is, this is about Samantha B. 
I'm I'm in, I'm in the I'm in the mindset that just, just tell, just she's, she's a she's a comedian uh, who said a tasteless joke, and I personally think for her in her situation it wasn't anything. Roseanne to- told a tasteless joke, but it was more. You sounded like a leftist apologist. <laughs> you sounded like a leftist no, apologist. No, I mean, all right. What do you what do you what do you think, what, what, Shana? What do you think in this situation? I don't. I don't know that Samantha B is. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, she's a I comedian. just found out about her like last week too. So. I, I've known about her for quite some time. I just never watched the show. Because she, well, she was and on the Daily Show. Call, and who did she call a cunt? Ivanka, um, Ivanka Trump. Ivanka Trump, the daughter, not the not the wife. Oh. A feckless, a feckless. Uh... That's not justifiable. Like, yeah. I mean, come <laughs> on. Like, that's a bad word. I mean, I feel like everyone plays this "what aboutism." Like, oh, you know, Dude, they said it this, but what two about days that? Later. Like, this, this, it's relevant. It's relevant, but I think it's a different context. I think that situation with Roseanne Barr was just out of line, and we and she has a history of doing that stuff. It's not like you know, it was a joke that she happened to make that was just a bad joke. No, she that, she's done that before. She's called other women apes. Yeah, other black women. Other black women apes as well. So it's not like it was a new thing. You know, so it's a history. Samantha B, I give her the benefit of the doubt on this one only because she was trying to make a joke and it just kind of went over in the wrong way. Roseanne was trying to make a joke and it went the wrong way. I don't way. think she My was trying to make a joke. is though. this. Like, um, whenever... Like, cause like a, a thing of old tweets, like it just always gets pulled up because you can search somebody's at and then type in like trigger words and then mm. the old tweet to come up. No matter how old it is, I just right. think that celebrities should scrub their accounts, or just yeah, they should just scrub their accounts. Not even celebrities, everybody, yeah, everybody, kinda, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Because your job could put you up like, oh, all right, Anthony, what you been? Yeah, yeah. And, and speaking of tweets, uh, y'all heard about the Seventy Sixers? Oh yes. manager. <laughs> Did you hear about that? No, but so, I, I know everybody's like mad at J.R. Smith, though. No, that's a different that's a different topic. So the 76ers general manager created multiple fake accounts and was talking about people, like talking about players. Oh, his own team. On his, his own team, his own coaches. He was talking about them on these fake accounts. And he got, he got caught. He got caught. He admitted to one, but like the other four were kind of like connected to yeah. the one. What, what was the purpose? Like, was he like letting out frustration? Like, I can't stand these mofos. Or, he called Ben Simmons a coward. Like, shoot the right. three, you coward. Yeah. <laughs> just, just letting frustration go. It's all right. But still, as, as, no, as, as a, a GM, as a GM and organization, how are you going to talk about your own players and, out yeah, in public? They costing them money. And not realizing that. People are going to find out. They're going to draw comparisons and figure out. All right, this is not. This yeah. ain't right. Yeah, that sounds a little strange. Then, all right, what, what else happened this week? Shoot, Jr. Smith. Hey, Smith. I don't even watch basketball, and everybody kept talking about this. Yeah, so Jr. Smith made the dumbest mistake in NBA. I think any sport history. Really? Was it that dumb? It was dumb. It, it looked like it was a like last. He didn't of know what the score was. He didn't know what the. It looked like right. a last adjustment. For those who don't know, this was the first game in the NBA Finals: Golden State versus Cleveland. Um, I think George Hill was at the line shooting free throws. He made. He did miss the first. He made the first one. Ended up missing the second one. So J.R. Smith got the rebound with like four seconds left, and he dribbled. He dribbled the ball out instead of just going up for the layup. Mm. Cost the team the win, but I wouldn't say he cost the team the win. I think that technically, um, the refs kind of screwed over the the, the, the uh, Cavaliers because the refs they was, they made some bad calls. Look, man, in that game. So all I saw was LeBron looking like 
<laughs> oh, that, <laughs> that meme is that, everywhere. That's, 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 that meme is everywhere. That meme is going to be here for the, the rest of the ages. I swear. All right, we we got to move on because this this is <laughs> oh, a, yeah. this is a big segment here. So yeah, let's move on to Shana. Let's, Shana's let's hip hop corner. Man. So we got Joey Badass, Drake, Push, Kanye, and then Black Thought. Okay, so uh, last week Anthony and I. We went to the Joey Badass concert. And Anthony. And Anthony. Okay. And uh, what'd you think? <laughs> I mean, me personally, man, I like Joey Badass, but it felt like I, I there was a lot of opening acts to by the time Joey came out, I was kind of like exhausted and I, I, I stayed for some of it, but I didn't stay for all of it. Like like the the, the opening acts I did like were um, a rapper uh, named Boogie who's mm-hmm. been signed to Shady Records. He's pretty good, pretty okay. good. Chuck Strangers, who was the first opening act, he was a uh, pretty solid. But I mean, there were some other dudes like like there's a there's a rapper singer named Buddy. Buddy, I, I like a song by him, but most of the songs he talked about were about weed on stage, which is good. That's your yeah. thing. No, he was high. Yeah, like, like he was fried. Like he, he was fried too, oh, and he he was entertaining, but it wasn't making me move. It was more like, yeah, yeah man, do your thing. Like, Where, everybody, put hey. your hands up. Where's Joey? Wait, no energy. Like, put your, put, put your, your tools in the air. All right. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, he's gone. Wait, how, <laughs> all right, first off, question. How many opening acts is too many opening acts? Four. You think? Yeah, I, I agree with that. You got to have, like, like at least, like, like two, maybe three, if you got three, like, very good ones. Solid ones, two, yeah. yeah. So how many do they have? Like, five? Three. But they have three? What is it? Chuck Strangers. Chuck Strangers. Boogie. Boogie. Then Buddy. Buddy. So that's fine. I mean, it was just they weren't entertaining. Was that the case? No, no, no. Chuck Strangers and Boogie were entertaining. Buddy was just okay. Like, yeah. He was all right. Hey. Yeah. Um, oh, my man's hype man was one of the best hype man of all time. Who Whose hype man was that? Was it Boogie? Yeah. Yeah, Boogie. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was just what, a good hype man. <laughs> yeah. You always need a good hype man. You got you to gotta have somebody in your corner who, who getting the crowd pumped, getting you pumped. Yeah. Yeah, but Joey was good, though. He had, like, on his military gear, you know. Um, he, 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 was, he was good, too. Was, I can't wait for uh, Royce and DJ Premier, though. I'm seeing them Thursday. Where was huh. the venue for the Joey? Uh, same venue I'm going, uh, St. Andrews. Andrews Hall. I like St. Andrews. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. And you okay. know me, I like to be in the front. Yeah. yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm bum watching the Elbowing your way up there. there. I feel you. I have to. And, I, and I'm bringing my vinyl and my CDs to see if Royce can sign. Okay. Mm. Okay, so it sounded like it was eventful. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I re- A lot of the shows that uh, I feel like are good shows – are like concerts where the crowd gives back, where yeah, like right. the energy, like when we went to see Anderson Pack, like the energy from the crowd, like yeah. and he reciprocated that energy, so that made it like one of the best concerts I had ever been to in my life. But Anderson Pack seems like a good performer, though. He he's just awesome. like he's, he's just, great. He's great. Yeah. I still think I. I mean, maybe it's just my memory, but I think Big Crit was like a little bit more high energy. Like Pack had more people in there too, though. Pack was mm-hmm. the most I've ever seen at St. Andrews. Wow. Plus at Pack, I was a little drunk though. I gotta admit, because I I don't remember I don't remember a lot of it. I remember most of it though. We was drunk, but it was still good. <laughs> yeah, it was still good. Like Crit, yes. Like it's the crowd. Like the crowd. Like it was the crowd at Joey Badass. Because it's like, oh man, when for my people come on, like we gonna get it. Like right. me and this young lady that um we had ran into, we was like, oh man, when for my people come on, we gonna get it. <laughs> and then like everybody else around was like. You know, just nodding their head, right, and right. not really hype, but like for my people, that's my joint. Right, <laughs> yeah, like, like at Big Crit, I know I knew every song on that yeah. stage, so I was hyped. Yeah, but like there was one woman in the audience I just saw going like, <laughs> just going like in. like she didn't even know what the words were. She was uh, just like, <laughs> just 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 rocking with it, and not really knowing what she was rocking her head to. Right, 
So, all right, all right. That that, that sounds like it was a great, or a good night, a good Drake, night. We got to talk about Aubrey and Terrence. We got to. We got to <laughs> do this. Go ahead, Shana, narrate yeah. the story. I narrate it. Well, yeah. I didn't listen to, like, Anthony had to be like, listen to Pusha T's album because I did feel some type of way. Daytona. About the, I did feel some type of way about the Whitney Houston picture. Mm. Yeah, Daytona, though. I feel some type of way about it. So, like, he was like, come on, just listen to it, listen to it, listen to it. So I did listen to it, and I heard Infrared. Now, I feel like the shot, it was a shot. It was at, just one line. I feel it like was it was a shot. Line. At, mm. Was it like, I feel like it was mostly a shot at Wayne. Like, and, like, Drake. Kind of was like a casualty. Yeah, Drake, he 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 had his pride hurt. But come on, let's right. narrate the story. And then uh, Drake responded over mm-hmm. elevator music. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, we were waiting. Like, dang, is Pusha T going to respond? Is Pusha T going to respond? Of course he is. I was at Jordan Swim class, and I seen people on Twitter like, oh, my God, like, yeah. Pusha T. And then I was listening to it on the Hot 97 app, and it was... Like I, I'm like, damn, Flex, can you stop dropping bombs? That's what just, he does. That's what I he hate, does. Man. Just play the song that. all the way through. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you know, Flex, oh. Does, so unnecessary, Flex and Drake don't like each other. So but he did um, play Drake's diss. Like he played yeah. Yeah, keep yeah, Duppy. And now now there's like an ongoing like debate as to whether or not Pusha T went too far on. You know what? Eric, I'm gonna let you go first. I was gonna say my man Pusha D T did his research. Like he he literally found this man's whole life. Research. He paid. <laughs> you gotta pay for dirt like that. You gotta pay for dirt like that. He man, I feel so bad for uh for his for Drake's kid. That might be his kid. I don't know if it's that technically. It sounds like we, it's don't, his kid. we don't know till we, we know. Don't, we don't know. We don't know. But he gonna listen to this one day and like he is my dad. <laughs> Drake's my dad. No, but um, just the amount of of, of research he did on Drake, man, and. It went in, and I, I feel kind of bad for Drake. Like, man, you got to respond to this. He didn't respond yet, so he made a statement about the he photo. Made a statement he about explained the, the black photo. Face. Okay, so the where's oh, the, the lyrics? Where's so the lyrics? on the the on the SoundCloud uh, version of the song there is a picture of Drake in blackface. So right. he put out a statement about that, which I personally felt like was some bullshit. Yeah. I think it's passable. I think it makes sense. No, it doesn't. It seems like a thing Arby Graham would do. Early, no. early Degrassi Arby yeah. Graham would do that. Graham, no. <laughs> is it great Graham? <laughs> Whatever. No. No. Like, no. Like, I, well, what else would be the purpose? To actually do blackface just to do blackface? To model clothing? I don't, I don't. What kind no. of clothing uh, company makes a black man wear blackface? Did you see the shirt that he had on? It was a Jim Crow shirt and they have a whole line of Jim Crow wear mm. and my problem my issue with that is it's a Toronto based company like you live in a part of the world where they didn't have Jim Crow laws in mm. the Jim Crow character character so like what what is the purpose of that but how do you know that that photo shoot wasn't sat- throwing a satire towards Jim Crow clothing in general what do you mean like they were like he was satirizing no, them I'm tired of the word satire like I'm so sick of that word I don't think that that explanation, like you don't you don't speak out against any type of black issues, but all of us like this, I've been listening to that him was since. early before rapping. But go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> but if this is something that you care about, if this is something that you're passionate about. This shouldn't be my first time hearing about it. It, it, it was a tough one because first off, I was reading something saying that 
the Jim Crow Couture, which is the clothing line, that yeah. they didn't even have anything to do with that. It was more so it was, it was Drake and another guy who wanted to sort of um, highlight issues they were facing, sort of feel like as being black, you know, actors or whatever. They were being um, picked for roles or, or something that sort of for caricatures of who they are. But right. I think that was just a that was, that was just a, a plate excuse. I don't really I, believe what he was saying, but I'm not going to. But, but I ain't gonna what, kill him for what it though. What would be the reason? But did y'all actually think he's a coon? <clears throat> I mean, no. what, what's the reason? I mean, I think he was trying to highlight hey, coon something. Is I think he's trying, <laughs> he trying to highlight something. Um, it was just not in good taste. I mean, I'm not right. going to like kill him for it. It's just like, you know, I, we all I, make mistakes, or... right? I, well, I wouldn't have done it, obviously. Right. But you know, look, here, here's my two cents on this one right here. Um, I'm I'm a Push fan. I'm a Drake fan. Um, I think this proved a lesson lyric wise that if you a certain type of rapper, you got to stay in your lane. This this man Push been rapping since the Clips days. I mean, like grinding since those days. (laughs) Drake, Drake, listen. When Drake is good, he's good. I'll admit it, and I I do think he writes his rhymes. He may not write all of them, but he writes his rhymes. But it's like if you a certain type of rapper, and you know that this is a top tier level MC. This is like Flow Rider trying to battle Black Thought. Yeah. Who you think gonna win? But do you think he went too far though? I mean, when it comes to lyrics, man. I mean, like hip hop can get dirty, and you know, yeah. I know Push tried to say, "Oh, he said my fiance's name, so he 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 made it so where that there's no rules." I think that's BS. I think like when it's a hip hop beef, you got to be prepared. Pusha mm-hmm. T said something. He said, "You got to live your life calculated." Mm. When you when you're at when you're like this kind of like person in pop culture, and I believe that I feel like Drake is usually very calculated. He is, and then he miscalculated this step. But I also feel like Drake is an industry plant, so he's <laughs> going to survive this whole thing. Oh yeah, he's not going to lose popularity <laughs> nah, not at all. all. I mean, he, he's 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 Drake. He's Drake, right? He's a, he's at the point where man, he, he got peed on. He's a walking. He, got, pe- wait, he got peed on by a grown man. Wait, when was this? When did this happen? This happened at a party that Meek discussed this in a diss where he got and people at the party verified that he got peed on. I don't remember this. Right. I, I mean, hold on, hold on. What, was it? Was this before he was famous? Or? No, this happened at a, a party. I think it was one of T.I.'s friends. He got peed on by a grown man. And like people like, oh, it was only on his legs. Like, yeah, Diddy sure? smacked him, didn't he? Diddy did. Diddy did smack him in the face. He survived that. He's incapable of taking a pure L. I mean, he's he's taking some L's, but I think he... And then, like, people often L? try to give him a pass for ghostwriting. A pure L? <laughs> yeah. A pure L. I don't think Drake's ever taken a pure L. He's a walking corporation. That's true. He's, he's kind of got some Teflon on him. Because I also kinda, think hard. that, like, a, a lot of his brand is being the good guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but he just has that That, that I follow. can treat you better. Yeah. The, your boyfriend ain't treating you right. But I mean, mm. but I can equate that to even I think Kanye we give him a a, a pass too, but we can get okay, into that. We, that we gotta topic move later. to yay. Let's, okay. Oh yeah, go, go ahead, touch on that. One. I didn't like the album at all. It was one song I liked. One song was a throwback. I forgot the name of it. I know. I think uh, I know what you're talking what was about. It, it was, I think it, it was had weird. the soul sample. Yeah, I like that. But I didn't like. Like it was this one song with Cuddy. Like I enjoyed Cuddy's part, but the rest mm. of it, I just. I didn't like it. It wasn't like Cuddy's part wasn't worth it. I think I can't remember the name of it. It wasn't mm. worth me listening to the song again. Mm. Uh, I'm going to let you go. Well, I listened to I hadn't haven't listened to it in its entirety. I heard her like snippets of it of it. Um, I mean, 
some of it was like classic Kanye. Others, other stuff was just like you know him internalizing a lot of his problems and sort of putting it onto to wax. I mean, it was it was it was kind of some stuff I didn't really kind of quite get. Like when he's talking about I can kill you or something. Or what is yeah, that? like I I want to kill you and. I, I love myself and I love, more my, <laughs> love myself, and sometimes I want to kill myself. It was like that's a little too much. And then, but I feel like it was a song. Was, I don't, I don't know who he's talking about. Then there was a song where he was saying he was basically talking about uh, his wife called him on the phone, like, "What are you doing? You're going to ruin our brand. <laughs> You're going to, we're going to lose a lot of money." And I thought that was very telling. Right. Not, not what are you doing? What you're saying uh, is wrong, right? What you're, saying is incor- what you're saying is incorrect. Like, if I'm going to check you, I'm going to check you because it's incorrect, not because of, ah, uh, I'm already a millionaire. We're going to lose more money because of what you're saying. Yeah. Look, man, I made the conscious decision to, like, as far as solo stuff, I'm kind of done with Kanye, so I didn't listen to the album. So that's why I'm listening to y'all. I think, like, like Daytona was an exception because I came for Push. I didn't come mm-hmm. for Ye, but... yeah. I'm I'm really debating if I'm gonna listen to the collab between him and Cuddy because I still like Cuddy, so I don't know. I might listen to that one, but I don't know, man. Everything from and I like, definitely can respect that. You know right. what I'm saying? Like the whole like yeah. being done like with him, like like his solo. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like at the end of the day, in the back of my mind, maybe it was a publicity stunt. I just didn't fall for the publicity. I was like, come on, man, you going too mm-hmm. far. But um, yeah, man, I want to say um, so it was just okay. It, well, for me, it was I like some songs. Um, the thing though is that I feel like with Kanye West, we give him so much slack, and it's kind of ridiculous. Like I, a lot of my friends who, who they swear they're vowing off him, won't listen to him ever again. And then as soon and as then was on that album they was tweeting music. right, they was, like, <laughs> they was tweeting like, "Oh my god, this is the the, right. the best album I heard in my life." I'm like, "Y'all, come okay, on." Okay, I don't know if you know, but if you have Apple Music and mm. you have friends that you're like connected to. Like yeah. on Apple Music, you can see what they're listening to. Oh, I didn't know that. Spotify for me. Yeah, you can see what they're that. listening to. Like I see your picture in the corner of that Yay album right. on my friends thing. And you tweeted and like you, two weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> and you talked to oh, and you talked now on Facebook about how you're not listening to right. it. But I see your face at the corner. I mean, some, <laughs> look, look. Some people they can be sheep. You know, I mean, it's not. I mean, every we've all done it. Some people can be mm. sheep. You know, they can kind of fall with what what what's popping at the time. I think some people fear missing out on something. They might not even like it, but they're like, if I miss out on it, right. oh, that's a hundred percent where I was, right? With it, yeah. like, I what if it's like, what if it's good? Like, <laughs> right. I'm just not listening to it. It's, it's Let tough. me listen to it. Let me give it a spin. It's just a stream. I'm not buying. <laughs> right, it. you're not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's that's how I justified it in my mind. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. give it one spin just to see if I like it, and I didn't. So. Okay. All right. Well, before we move on, I got to talk about Black Thought's album. Black Thought's first uh, quote unquote official solo album, even though every Roots album is Black Thought rapping over orchestration. (laughs) Um, Black Thought and Knife Wonder, man. It was just it was just superb. Five tracks, easy to listen to, easy and quick. Um, Like you got multiple listens. You catch uh, more and more metaphors that Black Thought is slipping out. I feel like this album and Pusha T's Daytona, like. It's like one of those rap albums that's like it's so good you're just disgusted with it, <laughs> like 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 I'm saying like a whole album where you just in the car like, right? So that face you got that face like oh, <laughs> like man, this guy is too good for his like he's too good for his own good like yeah. like like what made me so blessed to catch this lyricism? Um, it was very good, man. It, it's called um, Streams of Thought Volume One. 
and he, apparently he's got some more coming. So only I'm five, only five tracks. Oh, that's that's too short. I mean, I need more than that. It's worth it, man. It's worth I mean, it. it's just it's just superb to me. Okay. So while we at it, let's get into your two cent. I don't really have nothing, man. No. Um, you didn't see anything this weekend? You didn't see Solo? Uh, no, I didn't want to. I heard uh, it was bad. I mean, I, I wanted to see it because of Donald Glover, <laughs> but I just, I don't know, man. I don't think the guy's a, ni- a nice Han Solo. I like Amelia Clark, but she's mm-hmm. just the eye candy, I, I heard. Isn't she? I didn't see it, but mm-hmm. I just heard it was bad. <laughs> Randy, 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 come in, man. Give us a review. Right. Um, the acting was good overall. Okay. The story was not compelling it was too much hey remember this reference from the original star wars hey remember this reference from the last jedi hey i bet you didn't think we'd try to explain this and we did so (laughs) it's too much gotchas and then some weird surprises that don't make sense Mm -hmm. unless you also watch the cartoons oh wow yeah wow I'm yeah, that's not like it's too much but the acting is good including the lego ones (laughs) (laughs) no the uh Clone Wars and Rebels. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like fire stick material. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, man, I didn't see Allegedly. that. Allegedly. Yeah, Allegedly. we don't talk about that a lot. <laughs> yeah, but um, I did, because Ocean's 8 is coming out, I did for the first time watch Ocean's 11. For the first time? For the first time. And okay. I, I liked it. It felt like an apt late 90s, early 2000s movie that was too cool for its own good. Yeah. I, I really liked Ocean's Eleven. I'm going to check out the other ones. I miss Bernie Mac. I know. For real. I yeah. do. I miss Bernie Mac. Like, it's, it's like really weird. Like I miss him and then I get mad at him because he left us with Steve Harvey. Oh, God. And that, that mustache. We still got yeah. Cedric? We still got DL? That's true. Come on, man. Don't do not do Cedric like that, man. Cedric's an OG. Yeah. DL's an OG. Them, them but fellas. they're not everywhere. I would have no problem with DL or Cedric being everywhere. Mm. He had a show on TV Land. Now he's on the show with Tracy Morgan. He's everywhere. Not like Steve Harvey. DL has Steve his, Harvey does everything. DL has his radio every, he show. Does yes, he does. I listen to that. Very vocal on social media. Yes. But you we know, still got Kings of Comedy. I mean, out of the Kings of Com- the comics in Kings of Comedy, Bernie Mac was by far, like far and large, the best one on there. And the rest of them, like, Steve, Steve Harvey is not funny to me, though. He just, like... Early Steve Harvey was funny to me. Early Steve Harvey is funny to me. Uh, I guess, but... I can't, I can't lie. I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's it? That's all you got for... Ocean's Eleven, man. It was a pretty good movie. <clears throat> we talked about Deadpool, right? Did you see it? Did we? Yes. We oh, did. We oh, yeah, yeah, Okay. Did you see it yet? I didn't see it yet, no. <laughs> I would say it was taking so long. I just didn't... I don't know. I just didn't go. <laughs> just All never right. went. All right, so let's get into our main topic. Um, you got to refresh me. So blanking <laughs> right. I'm, I'm blanking right now. Refresh me what the main topic is, and we're going to get into it. Uh, double standards. Double standards. We, right. we got to this because we were discussing Tucker Max and Tiffany Haddish. Mm-hmm. And Tucker Max had a book called I Hope They Serve Beer in Hell, mm-hmm. where he discussed, you know, uh, hookups he had with women. And, you know, one of them was he had his, uh, a friend of his in the closet trying to videotape him uh, having anal for the first time with a woman. The woman didn't know about it. That ended badly. But we were saying if Tiffany Haddish had a story like that reversed, she probably wouldn't catch as much flack in this Me Too era as Tucker Max. So mm-hmm. that's how we got to this. So double standards are obviously everywhere. I mean, it's just more so about f- providing specific examples. And I guess the most specific example I can provide is even when we were talking about, um, I guess, the Roseanne Barr situation. Um, Roseanne Barr, Samantha B. Samantha B. 
if they were so first off, if Roseanne was a man, I think it still would have happened. He would have got fired. I feel so. I don't yeah. really think there's any double standards regarding that. But I mean, political ideology wise, yes, there are there are double standards in, in regards to that. I I believe slightly. Um, but if I, Samantha B was a man. Ooh, Samantha. That would no. That would be worse. Yeah, he there would get are fired. political like mm. um like ideology like double standards. Like we jump on Bill O'Reilly when he. You know, does the bootstrap talk? But then yeah. we'll listen to four, four, four. Mm. Then we'll listen to Bill Maher. Then we'll listen to Bill Maher. Sometimes he slips. Wait, up. how does Bill Maher get this pass though? Every... He don't. He don't get a pass from me, right? <laughs> but he says some questionable he stuff. Black stuff people do time. give him a pass. They black, do. Yes, they do. He's I don't know why right. he doesn't get a pass from me, but black people do give Bill Maher because... a pass, and he he's very he's very Islamophobic. Yeah, like I'm like what. <laughs> like the Supp- stuff that he says, I was like, really? Like they're just they're just bad people. Why can't we just admit that this is just a bad religion? Like, you, wait, oh what? Yeah. <laughs> There's that, and and he doesn't even believe in uh, you know, like like religion in general. But you know, mm-hmm. he he, I think he's a known atheist, and you know, the Christians like uh, stand by him too. I I get that you gotta love your brother and sister. I get it, I get it. Mm-hmm. But it's like when he when he called himself a house nigger as a joke. You know, then you see on the next episode, Ice Cube and My- Michael Eric Dyson on there. Like, right. oh, you know, you, you slipped Eric up. Like, is, I'm like, come on. He's quite, he's quite he, he should. I ain't got a problem with Eric Dyson. But but Bill Maher, <laughs> but Bill Maher should have got fired from that. Um, I know they had, it was, it was, it was. Fired? Suspended, yeah, maybe. Suspended, maybe. But well, still, some, some repercussions should have came out of that. And I think that he's one of those people who call themselves liberals, but I don't really think he truly is. Um. I mean, I get that. He's an angry liberal, a liberal, <laughs> yeah. conservative liberal. Hmm. The, wait, what? Conservative, conservative, conservative liberal. He's conservative that's, that's by how liberal mean. he is. <laughs> what? Wait, I'm confused. Hold on. I, I, I know. Man. He's conservative. I hate being liberal. bipolar, man. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kanye. <laughs> but yeah, the double standards. I mean, you could you could look at it across the board, not just like we said, not just gender. You know. Uh, Everything. There's double standards. A lot of things that we do. Um, what are some other examples? Let's see. Uh, well, there's also. I just recently like researched just mm. just out of curiosity. Mm. We have 31 prisons in Michigan and one for women. Whoa. Well, I mean, women do they, commit less crimes. That much less, because that's the thing. Like, if I go out and I fight my my home girl, where are they mm. gonna put me? There's nowhere for them to put me. Yeah. And then I read, uh, you know, I'm like, wow. So, of course, I read another article where um, a correction officer, she quit because mm-hmm. she said that that the one women's prison is extremely crowded, yeah. is extremely dangerous. And then I was having a conversation with a gentleman who just recently became a corrections officer. And he was like, we have six week training. And then those that go to the women's facility, they have an additional two weeks of training Mm. before they go to that facility. That's not a lot of training, though. Well, there's something that goes deeper into that, too. You know, they they the reach reach (coughs) rich people are allowed to buy prisons again. And, you know, if if no one's serving in your prison and you're losing money. So, I mean, there's something with that, too, about, you know, calling up the cops and saying, hey, I need more people in my prison. Mm be more stricter on certain things but you know it's kind of a reach but it's just true i mean but 
I think the whole prison industrialization complex is a big uh, issue, regardless of it men or, or women. But it shouldn't be thirty-one prisons at all. You're absolutely and, right. <laughs> That's a lot of prisons. That's a lot of prisons. I didn't know there was that many prisons <clears throat> in Michigan. Yeah, yes. we actually try rehabilitating people as opposed to just locking them up. But that's a different discussion we can have for. So as far as jokes, day. oh go hey, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just said that's another discussion we have for another day with, with the prisons. As far as jokes go, I know I was sitting with my friend who was supposed to be here today, and um, basically I was I, I told a joke. Um, it was it was a subtle joke though. I said, you know, I don't like je- I don't like jelly filled donuts. They're very unsettling to me because I don't want you know juices and stuff popping off in my mouth. <laughs> and she had even she had even a, a nastier punchline to that. And I just looked at her and I said I laughed, but I said you know what? Like if I had said something to you like that, she says, "Oh, I would have smacked you." I'm oh. like, but you can get away with that joke, but I can't. And um, I mean, we kind of mm. we kind of laughed about it, but I mean, like that's a double standard. It's just like, of course, that's what she said ain't allowed in the work workplace at all. But if a woman says it as opposed to a man. Yeah. There might just be kind of a shouting like no no no, whereas with a man it's like can I see you in my office? You know? Oh what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, I did report a lady to HR for the culture because she had naked like naked men in her cubicle, like pieces of naked men. Wait, the culture? Why, why did you report? For, wait, wait. What does the culture <laughs> yeah, so have to on. do with you? <laughs> I reported her for the culture because. It not because it it didn't make me uncomfortable, but I just feel like if a man did that, like if a man had naked women, right? Yeah, right, it'd be a problem in his cubicle. Right, right. It would be a problem. Like yeah. these men were naked, mm. oh like my God. full Monty naked. Like Wait. some had underwear on. Like she had them. Um, like um, you know, some had underwear on, and like one or two did not. And this is at work, so I called HR. You had to on that one. But think, I mean, <laughs> first off, where was the supervisor at? Like, how come the supervisor didn't say anything about Double that? standard. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. But I know within a few days after I called HR, those pictures were gone. All of them. <clears throat> wow. But another thing, too, this is one I'm, de- I'm dealing with currently. So for my doctoral program, we had to do this um, this research. So we're going to a park, and we're talking to you know parents and kids and stuff like that. And so... Our professor, there's only two guys in the class. So the professor was like, we can't have you two together talking to the kids because it looks creepy. Can't have who together? Like me and the other guy together talking to the kids because they said it looks as if it's, you know, like two guys talking to random children at a park. Oh. Right. Oh, man. That I mean, reminds me. The white, the, the, there, was, there was a Caucasian woman that called on black men having a barbecue. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that became a meme. That was hilarious. <laughs> she was memed everywhere. That's a double everywhere. standard. That's racism, but it's a double standard, though, too. But go ahead. Oh, in terms of what? Explain. Well, I mean, if it was white people together having a barbecue, oh. you wouldn't get the cops call, oh, of call course, on them. Of course. Of course. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's a whole nother show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, stuff like that. Like, just because we're two guys and we're doing this for research, we can't talk to the people together because of the optics of it. Right, know? right. That's kind of strange, but. I guess I can understand where it's coming from, but um, I just thought it was kind of a weird double standard, just for me. And yeah. I remember when I was in high school, uh, one of my teachers, well, he wasn't really my teacher, but I knew the guy. He was cool. Um, there was a thing where they couldn't be alone with the, with, the, with the high school girl unless, like, a superintendent or something was there, whereas with, you know, the female teachers, they can be alone with a, with a high school, like, boy or whatever. Like alone, like alone. What I mean, and it's like that's a double standard. You, I mean, I understand why 
because she's like of age and all stuff like that and he's like a man like but most of the times it's the female teachers that are right having sex with the, little, the young boys molesting molesting raping, yeah, raping. <laughs> let's yeah. not say that yeah raping yeah. and that's a double standard because we don't call it we don't, rape. Call it. Said, we don't call it rape and we don't refer to these women <clears throat> as sexual predators yeah that's true and it's been that's been happening a lot recently I've been seeing crazy stuff yeah, it's a lot of double standards when, when I think about it but I mean it, but it goes again it, it goes both ways but I think it's also something that just like our like culturally that's just our societal norms there needs to be empathy and understanding in order to make it equal. You know, because it's like if you could get away with something, but I can't get away with it because I'm a man. Or if you can get a, if I can get away with it because I'm a man and you can't because you're a woman. You know, there needs to be some mutual understanding there that mm. he should get the, she should get the same punishment I should get and vice mm. versa. But I don't think it could ever be equal, though. I think that. Then what are we working towards? Nothing can be equal. No. Because <laughs> I think there's there's a sense of, so when you think of, of something being equal, you think that everyone is sort of beginning from the same place or the same situation is is um, is relevant for everyone. But you're dealing with so many inequities that you could try to be equitable equitable in the way that you do it. I mean, meaning that um, you know we need to call out more people who may be female or, or, or male who are doing something that, we construe it as just normal or something that we don't really think, think twice about? We don't get mad about maternity <clears throat> leave, but some people get bitter about paternity leave. People get bitter it's, about that? People get bitter about that? I've, I've seen uh, it. I've seen like, what do you mean that. paternity leave? Just leave, just leave, leave yeah, the leave. Because I remember when I had my daughter, um, her father only got three days. That's three days? Three days. God. That's messed up. So you get three you get three days to be a dad. <laughs> Where they pay you. See your baby. Where they pay wow. you. But if you want to take, you know, what they call the uh, Family Medical Leave Act, mm. you can get up to 12 weeks, but they won't mm. pay you for it. Wow. I, I mean, it all comes down to, like, you know, it, it starts in the home. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, if the, if the, <laughs> Shout out to Marquis. <laughs> Shout out to Marquis. Shout out to Coach Marquis, yeah. You know, if, if the father's <laughs> gone, I mean, you know, and, and the baby is just seeing the mom, then, of course, the baby's going to grow more more attached to the mom and you know the dad's just gonna come home at night or whatever like that and it's just that that's gonna have a toll on something because paternity leave isn't as prudent as maturity leave or isn't as important or you know i mean speaking of sort of family dynamics another inec or another issue that i've seen is custody battles sometimes most of the times will favor the woman over the man even in a situation where the man could could be a good parent right it's just simply they go to the mother. I mean, I mean, the mother is the friend of the court. Yeah, I mean, and it's I mean, it's probably based on you know the, the situation, but I feel like majority of times it's gonna probably gonna go to the mother, post the father. Yeah, there is an inequity in the um, in family court when it comes to custody of children. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, we got a lot of, of <laughs> stuff we could talk about. I'm just thinking through my head, like, what else we can. <laughs> Because it, it's it's everywhere, I mean, and again, it's both ways, and it's in cross gender. You know, it's it's beyond race. You know, so, uh, socioeconomic situations where you know someone based off of what they look like. They're uh, think about it. If you go into a job interview, you're going to favor someone who who probably has the best suit, right? As opposed to someone who's coming in with a little Target outfit on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Although Target kind of expensive, though, I ain't going to say that. Oh yeah, but, they get enough to. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's it's everywhere. It's never, it's in a lot of things that we don't even realize that there's disparities and 
stuff like that going on. Yeah. Double standards and parody. Because, you know, they mm. say we raise our daughters. Like, what is it? We <clears throat> we raise our daughters and love our sons. Mm. Or re- is it? Re- well, that sounds right. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, like, even even in the Me Too movement, when you have men that are, like, snitching on, like, other men or other women <laughs> that have harassed, har- harassed them. Not snitch, but, right. you know, like, exposing other men or other wh- women who have harassed them. They don't get as much shine as the female accusers. And I get it. It's it's, it's your moment. It's, the, it's women. It's your moment. But all types of harassment should be shined a light on. Y'all know what? We, we everybody, kinda... for, everybody forgot about Brandon <clears throat> Frazier. But we we sound kind of backwards with this. You know how people are like, you know, black lives don't matter. All lives matter. All lives matter. That's what we kind of sound like right now. <laughs> but the whole reason for black lives matter is because <clears throat> the reason we saying that is because it seemed like our lives don't matter as all. It don't, don't matter as much as other lives. That's why mm. we said black lives matter. Yeah. That's the main, you know, misconception that we're saying black lives matter to everybody else is no. We're just right. saying we matter. Like act like we matter as well as everybody else. Yeah. But I think – um even the way that they treated the the Sandy not Sandy the um, Marjorie Stone Douglas incident as well. What happened? You know the the the, the shooting in the high school in Florida. Um, I think I feel like they didn't shine light on the stories of those students who were like African American students because they went through the same experience as well. But you didn't see any of them on the covers. It was mainly most of them were female white females yes. who were on the court who were being covered. Um, you know those are those are some issues as well that we gotta. Sort of figure out how to address. Yeah, it was like one guy. It was one, and then yeah. mostly girls, you know, that, you know, were kind of pushed to the forefront mm-hmm. of that when there were, like, were other students there, too. I want to speak on the, the <laughs> Ab Soul song itself, Double Standards. Because standards. I think, like, are y'all familiar with that song? No. <laughs> okay, well, here's the story. Basically, the way he tells it is great, but it's basically, um, it's a man and a woman. Uh, the man, uh, his girl... Um, the man has a girlfriend, and he starts looking at his girlfriend's best friend. Mm-hmm. So uh, Absol tells it from two different perspectives, the the guy and the woman, the girlfriend's mm-hmm. best friend. So the man makes a move on the girlfriend's best friend, and, you know, they, they get intimate, and he kind of, like, like kind of moves away from the girlfriend's best friend, but the girlfriend's best friend is like, well, hold on, man. You know, you came this far. Why don't we just do it? So it, the moral to the story is, um, like, the, this, is the end of the, this is the end of the story. The woman stays with the man. She forgives him, but the, the, the whole group of women cuts the best friend off. Hey. So I'm like, y'all cutting her off, but he's the one that made the move. Right. Yeah. So he's forgiving. He's looked at as a pimp. She's looked at as, you know, a tramp. That's a big one. Um, you said it a lot. You see that, that, and not specifically just for that situation, but women who have multiple you know, sexual partners are looked at a different way than men. You know, right. um, un- it shouldn't be unfortunately, like that. it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. I think that first off, we should be, I guess, progressive enough in our thinking to realize you can have sex who you want to. Who you want to? It doesn't really matter. It's not affecting me. Um, but I think it's this thing that we want women to be like pure. You know, they should. They need to be pure, and they should be uh, only have so many partners for their husbands and things of that such. Uh, whereas men, they can just you know we can run wild and do what we want. And it's unfortunate. It's a fortunate narrative that we have in our society, and it's just. I think a lot of it's based off of just um, you know the religious type things, you know, people you know saving yourself for for marriage, um, societal norms and pressures, things as such. Have Have you seen that personally? Have you Have you seen a heard a story like that? Yeah, I've been cut off for just letting a friend know. 
Like, hey, I saw your dude out. You know what I'm saying? Right. This is before camera phones. Like, hey, I saw your dude out. It was a holiday that mm. I thought he might have should have probably been with you. <laughs> mm. And I got cut off for that, you know, and I don't know how long they lasted after that. But, yeah, I've seen. Um, but I, I've seen instances where we will cut off each other for minor infractions mm. and then stay with a man after a major. Why do you think major. that is? I, I, I have no, no idea why I. I have to check myself sometimes yeah. when it comes to my friends. Like, yeah, you know, like don't say that or don't do that. I mean, I think it all comes down to, oh, you know, man going to be a man. Mm. But I mean, does a man really act that way, though? Or is that like just what y'all y'all are used to? Or is But that the whole what... thing a man is going to be a man is just playing into the stereotype that y'all don't know how to control yourselves. Right, right. And I think also I think th- there's a sense that sometimes women want to be the one who can change that man, you know, who can who can um, make him perfect. And as much as we know that that's a farce, we all deep down still like we believe that we could do it. Like I know, like it's well, some men can't be changed. I don't think they the can. Better. I don't think no, people can change. be changed. Right. I think like people have to be motivated to change themselves. Right. Well, they, they can be motivated because you're, you're right. That's what I meant to say. They can be motivated to change. Yeah. But it's real though because I've, I've seen, um, you know, some of my, some guy friends who, you know, they they dogs. So you know they're doing their girl dirty. Right. And as a guy, I don't want to call them out because, you know, I'm like, that's, that's my place. Right. Unfortunately. But I think we have to though. It is your place. I, mean, <laughs> I know like, it's, it wouldn't be my, I know it's my place, but I also feel like I don't want to, Sort of like you say, you don't want to jeopardize a friendship, or you don't want to say anything that you know. I want my friend. I want my <laughs> friends to be the best possible person that they can be. So mm-hmm. if I like, because you know how we can get like we get when we get into an argument, we get disrespectful. Like mm-hmm. I had a homegirl; she called her, her her man a bitch. I'm <laughs> in front of me. I'm like, you gonna talk to him like that? Like in For front real. of me? Like that's not like that's not cool. So if I see, you know, like a friend do a wrong, like, I feel like it's different coming from a friend than it is coming from a partner, maybe. Mm. But like, hey, like, don't, don't do that. Like, don't talk to him like that. Like, that's a man. Just like mm. I wouldn't, if he called you a bitch, I would, I would check him. Oh, that's, that's deep. Yeah. I mean, I, and, and also me, I think it's, it, sometimes I would, some, some people would rather have something or store news be broken by a stranger than even their own. No friends sometimes because it's almost like, you know, that person's not really going to judge you because they they don't know you that well. And I think that um, you're, you're getting distressing news from somebody that knows you. and You feel <clears throat> right, embarrassed. Right. It's that embarrassing that thing. Yeah. And that could be a situation where that, that probably occurs a lot of times. But that's why they cut you off. But it's a lot of double standards everywhere. <laughs> right. and, th- and this is getting real deep. Yo. <laughs> final thoughts. Um, <laughs> final thoughts. I want to say first off, push a T. <laughs> kid, he, he bodied Drake on that one. Um, Rose- Still waiting for a response, man. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Like once you pull out the the notes app, right? <laughs> it's right. over. <laughs> once you start paying people a hundred thousand dollars to to find some some dirt, it ain't nothing out there. Ain't nothing out there. <laughs> <clears throat> That's a problem. Um, I will say also that Roseanne is racist, and <laughs> we knew this for a long time. Um, Samantha I, B was disrespectful. <laughs> Samantha B, I don't, I don't want fault her. You know, she made a mistake. It was, yeah. it was, it was out of taste. It was, right, it was in bad taste. 
Um, but also, you know, we got to check our, our double standards, make sure we're we are acting correctly ourselves, checking ourselves, checking people who um, are acting out of line. And, and yeah, that's what I have so far. But you are. I don't think those things are, are going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain ones I would rather stay because I don't want you making an example out of me. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and um, yeah, like Kanye said, the push your tea Drake thing is over. He says that. So. Mm-hmm. Just because he said it don't mean. Right, who was Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, I think there's a double standard with American rappers and Canadian rappers. Y'all, y'all think because my boy is from up north that he's soft. I mean, I know, I know, I know, I know he's shown glimpses of it, but you know, mm-hmm. all in all, man. I mean, it's been an exciting week uh, with the Roseanne, the Drake and Pusha T, to uh, you know, I guess Kanye's rolling out of his album. Um, I can't wait to hear Nas. Can't wait to. I don't really listen to Tiana Taylor, so I mean, mm-hmm. I'll just have y'all tell me how it is, but. Um, Yeah, uh, we'll see y'all next week.